2: Hello and welcome to the Press This WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. I am your host, Anthony Bruchel. I'm a WordPress core contributor and a WordPress innovation developer at WP Engine. I'm here to bring you some awesome information about WordPress and the community. So uh, be sure to subscribe on iTunes or iHeartRadio, or uh, be sure to download our our latest episodes at webmasterradio.fm. Uh, today, we're going to be talking with Corey Mass, owner of uh, Kanban WP, and uh, Corey comes uh, uh, to us today with a ton of experience in shipping software and, and kind of uh, building products, and uh, we're going to talk a bit about his product, uh, Kanban WP, and we'll also touch on sort of the process of shipping products on your own, because there's a, there's a ton of, ton of stages in the, uh, in the flow of things there, so uh, I'd love to get Corey's uh, expertise there. Uh, so, Corey, hello, are you with us? I am. Hi, how are you?
3: Good, and thank you for having me.
2: Yeah, so uh, let's let's just dive right into this really quick. Uh, I have to know your origin story. This is kind of a thing we do every episode. Um, so, how did you get into WordPress?
3: Sure. Well, as a I did my career as a developer. Uh, so, like all good developers, way back in the early two thousands, I I one of the first projects I ever built was a CMS. Um, Seems like most of us have to go through the experience of of rolling our own, so yeah. that we understand just how awful it is, <laughs> <laughs> and, and challenging. Yeah, um, yeah, totally. So, um, so along the way, uh, I, I built a it. Um, but I had a lot of friends. In, in a former life, I was a musician, so I had a lot of friends who were musicians. And as the token web developer among my group of friends, I wound up building websites for all of all of them to promote their music and albums and such, And which is where my CMS came from. But Um, I pretty quickly got tired of making little updates to all of their websites for them every time they had a new show or a new album. So I was always looking for a solution where they could sign in and and update web pages themselves. Um, And eventually uh, I stumbled across WordPress um, probably in around 2009 um, and started switching all of the websites that I was maintaining over um back then the uh i remember the the famous five minute install was was closer to an hour or two and took me a few tries to <laughs> master um because you know back then it servers were a lot more uh, wild west but um you know o- over the years things have gotten better and wordpress has certainly grown and grown and um i've thankfully kind of ridden the wave along with it so um not a core contributor or anything like that but um. Definitely consider myself a, a WordPress um, entrepreneur and and you know business person and developer and I'm happy to have doubled down on the platform.
2: Cool. So were were you uh, were you shipping any products or were you building any other products aside from uh, before you got into WordPress? Were what other tech were? Oh, you? Oh, many.
3: <laughs> yeah, many, many. Yeah, I. Um, so I I taught myself web development. Um, back when it was pretty static, um, you know, making pretty pictures in uh, Photoshop and then cutting it up into HTML and CSS. And uh, along the way, wanted to add some pizzazz, because that's really what JavaScript was good for back in the late 90s and early 2000s. Um, but started to see more and more websites that were persisting data, and I was intrigued. I thought that was so cool. So taught myself um, ASP Classic, uh, this was early nice. 2000s um, and started learning how to build web apps so um, some of my first ones were things like event calendars um, I was really into the community of musicians that I was involved with and calendar for everybody to to put their shows on and um, early early blogs um, for uh, interviewing musicians that kind of thing um, what else did I build I've always been a productivity nerd so um, built apps for time tracking. And, uh, the only other sort of more popular app that I built, um, when would it have been in the, the late two thousands was, uh, a finance tracker, um, based on transactional emails. So that was kind of fun, nice. but, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a nerd and, uh, productivity nerd and web nerd. So for me, the answer to everything is building a little web app. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> cranking out uh, new little web apps. you know, even in the few years I've been working on Kanban. Um, I've put uh, another productivity timer out there. Um, uh, what was the other one that I just built recently? Um, oh, like a support email client, kind of like a a real basic version of Help Scout, that kind of thing. so um, yeah, i'm I'm always I'm always dreaming up new new little web apps or my own putting my own spin on other people's ideas.
2: Sure, yeah, uh, I want to dive into that a little bit more and ask you some more questions there and uh, a little bit later in the talk because i'm I'm very curious how your process is for developing products and supporting them, kind of just like the whole life cycle of it. Um, but uh, so so before we do that, uh, I, I noticed you speak at a lot of WordCamps. Uh, uh, c- can you share some of your experiences from those?
3: Sure. I'm actually speaking at Wordcamp, Boston tomorrow.
2: Nice um, plug. <laughs> oh, wait. Actually, <laughs> well, this episode will air next week, so we won't be able to put that one out. But, but that's awesome. So WordCamp Boston, what are you talking about?
3: Uh, so tomorrow I'm talking about making the most of your email lists and basically email marketing, um, all the way from the the basics of what is it and why would you to uh, to some advanced tips and tricks that I've picked up along the way. Nice. That's awesome. So uh, more, more appropriate... Um, A plug that people might actually hear is I'm also speaking at WordCamp Montreal in a month.
2: Oh, great! WordCamp Montreal, nice. So that's uh, what is that? August? What are we in right now? July? Yeah. So,
3: (laughs) (laughs) yes, August. Yeah. So uh, if anybody's coming out, they should come say hello.
2: Nice, nice. Well, so you mentioned Kanban WP. Uh, let, let's talk a bit about that really quick, because I, I, I'm 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 curious how how you came about uh, building the Kanban boards in WordPress. Can you can you tell us about the product a bit?
3: Sure. Um, so I was working for a startup, non WordPress related, uh, two three years ago, and I was leading a tech team, and we needed something for project management. But it was a small team, and so looking into these full blown, agile uh, solutions just seemed like overkill. Uh, so I started looking around and, and doing some research and and the, the process, the method of Kanban kept popping up as a really good option for small teams to have insight into what everybody else is working on. And being a WordPress nerd, I immediately went to the plugin directory figuring, well, here's a great you know, quick and easy way to install a Kanban board and start working, um, as I do with a lot of plugins. And there wasn't one, and I was rather surprised. There, there were a few project management solutions, but none of them specifically used the the visual board that I that I really wanted to try. Um, so the entrepreneur in me said, "Aha, an opportunity!" Mm. and uh, immediately started working on it. And here we are, three years later. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: Yeah. So so yeah. I noticed that the that, that your product is a very uh, uh, UI rich, UX rich. Uh, 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 I guess a plugin like where you have a lot of drag and drop things and and uh, so I think with with the with Gutenberg coming up, there there's a lot of opportunity in that. I guess because React, um, there's a ton of like those libraries out there. Do you, how do you feel about Gutenberg?
3: Oh, I'm excited for it. Um, for me, it's not something that I have to worry much about. Um, mm-hmm. Kanban is built in such a way that it kind of floats on top of WordPress um, mm-hmm. and doesn't uh, overlap too much with the text editor. So um, so thankfully, I, I'm not sweat, sweating it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I am definitely looking forward to trying it out uh, as a replacement for the traditional um, you know uh, text editor.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm personally excited about it just because of all of the new React components that are going to be exposed to us. There's going to be so many cool new ways to interface. That's exciting.
3: And I'm a yeah, I'm a big fan of page builders already. So having one built in, I think, will be great.
2: Yeah, right, or at least a framework for one, right? (laughs) Right. Well, cool. So let's see. I, I kind of want to switch gears and, and talk about the business side th- side of things. Um, I believe we're going to be taking a break in just a couple minutes, but let's kind of start talking about that a little bit.
4: Sure. Um,
2: so, what what is sort of the idea process? Because you said you went and you searched the plugin directory, and then you kind of decide from there. Uh, is is like what what's the step before that? <laughs>
3: Right, so for me, uh, I'm I'm always looking for opportunity. I've always been entrepreneurial. Um, I've ever since the early days of uh, you know Basecamp back when it was thirty seven signals. Oh, I remember. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know Joel Spolsky and and Rob Walling and hearing all these folks talk about um, you know using or SaaS, the the invention of the term SaaS, you know, and, and realizing that I could build software and sell access to it um, as a business opportunity just intrigued me from the moment I heard about it. So I've basically been looking for uh, opportunities in software for you know for ages, um, and uh, and then just a few years ago I started combining that interest with WordPress. So so there's sort of two facets of that. One is how to build SaaS apps on top of WordPress and then also, uh, how to build plugins that are essentially SaaS apps for the WordPress platform, which I'm starting to see, uh, a a lot more, um, as a, I think a lot more small businesses are now using WordPress as a command center to run their entire business. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, and I think there's a lot of opportunity there.
2: Yeah, I I completely agree. Yeah. So, okay. Well, let's talk a little more about that. Uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and Put, uh, take a break and, uh, and we'll be right back with Corey Mass
1: time to plug into a commercial break stay tuned for more press this in just a moment
4: ready to do a podcast for your business make that podcast elevate to enterprise level let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email B R. A-S-C-O at wmr
1: Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more press this only on Webmaster Radio. FM.
2: And welcome back to the Press This WordPress community podcast today. We're joined by Corey mass uh, before the before the break. We were talking a little bit how uh, the idea phase of, of building a product, uh, kind of how that inception begins. Um, and uh, yeah, so let, let's talk a little bit more about like sort of the struggles that you've you've had when shipping products. Uh, any any horror stories or any learnings <laughs> that you'd like to share?
3: Well, so uh, to dig a little deeper into your question before the break. Um, you know, I think the first step, obviously, is the idea. Um, and that's that's sometimes the easy part and sometimes the hard part. Um, and there are lots of different works for validating ideas, proving ideas. Um, for me, uh, I've often used execution as validation. So how fast can I build basically a prototype of an app in order to get it out there, to put it in front of potential customers and see if they'd actually use it, see if I'd actually use it, um, is is my favorite method. So um, one of the things that I love about WordPress, especially these days, you know, Mullenweg talked a few years ago about uh, WordPress as an app platform, and I haven't seen that promoted much. Uh, lately, but I still think that it's it's a really good opportunity and a really good platform for it. Yeah. Um, so one of the other talks that I give, um, you can you can find versions of it on WordPress.tv, is how to go about using WordPress as a platform for building simple SaaS apps, uh, in order to in order to validate ideas. Um, so uh, you know, uh, sort of the opposite. I mean, I can get into horror story in a minute. Uh, yeah. But uh, but kind of the the inverse of that, you know, where why I I love WordPress and especially in the context of SaaS apps, is that uh, as a platform it takes care of kind of the the bottom of the pyramid of difficulty of features that that you need when you're building a SaaS app. So um, I am just as a person who has built dozens dozens of app that users have sign into, um, it's such a relief to never have to build that functionality again. WordPress just takes care of it. Um, And I never have to build an admin view ever again. And such a relief, you know. So with a few key plugins put together, you can get to the point where uh, a user can create an account, sign in, you can even charge the money, and then it's up to you to add that extra functionality. But it's basically, it gets you all the way to the last mile. You know, what is it? What is the actual value that your app is going to um, add to the user to make their lives easier that they're willing to pay you five bucks a month for or whatever? Yeah. Um, you know, everything up to that point solved for you. So that's really nice.
2: Yeah, I, I completely agree, too, with that. Like that, that uh, I've actually been trying to build a video game on WordPress, and, and that kind of solves the issue of a user system. Like, a user system is really hard to build in a game platform. But if you just utilize WordPress, you've got everything already built there. And uh, I've definitely experienced that myself.
3: It's, uh, that's really cool. I haven't heard of somebody doing uh, a game before. That's neat.
2: Yeah, right. I feel like that's something we need to do.
3: <laughs> and that's something that you need to talk about at a WordCamp.
2: Yeah, I've been meaning to do that. I've I've definitely submitted for a few. <laughs> well, well, cool. So, like, uh, let's get into some of, I guess, the horror stories, right? Let's get into the spooky part of this.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, you know, so the inverse of this, right, um, is one of the things that I'm I'm really liking about. So, so my my main product, my main focus these days is Kanban WP is a plugin for WordPress, and the part of the reason that I love it specifically is it's distributed so it's up to people to run and maintain their own servers with WordPress running on it and then run my plugin. Um, because what I've dealt with for you know the last 15 years is the downside to me technically speaking one of the biggest downsides of SaaS apps is you have to maintain it you have to keep the servers running um, which means that there's every chance that your phone rings at 1 in the morning Because the server is down and you've got customers screaming. Um, I've definitely run into that before. Um, One of the biggest challenges I ever faced was email delivery. So I had a a SaaS app a few years ago that was um, email-based or transactional email-based. And what that means is it would send an email to you once a day asking you what you spent. And so you would just reply to that email and then the app would collect all of your responses and then help you set budgets and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, real, real simple, uh, technologically speaking, except for email delivery. Email delivery is a nightmare. And I know that it's been a real challenge for um, a lot of the big plug-in developers in the WordPress space as well, especially the, the folks who have form builders. How do they guarantee... Emails get delivered. Well, it shouldn't really be their problem. It should be on WordPress or the person maintaining the server. But a lot of people are not so technologically savvy, um, and so they they find themselves having to deal with it regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely uh, <clears throat> one of the one of the biggest challenges. I remember spending basically two weeks just pulling my hair out trying to get uh, you know eight, ten, twenty thousand emails sent to. Uh, sent out to people all at the same time. That's that's pretty tough.
2: Yeah, I find it amazing that email is still hard. Like it's always <laughs> been hard, and it will always be hard. I feel like unless we figure out some other way to communicate,
3: <laughs> it's it's getting so much easier now. Thankfully, with services, I'm a big fan of Mailgun, but you've got SendGrid and uh, Mandrel and all sorts mm-hmm. of all other ones out there. Um, you know, but if you think about it, sending if you need to send you know 10,000 emails. The same email, great, use MailChimp or ActiveCampaign or whatever, but um, if you need to customize them, if each one needs to be different, you know, the way an app sends out, uh, you know, here's your daily digest and it's slightly different for everybody, building those emails and then sending those emails reliably, it's a lot of overhead.
2: Yeah, and I think it's maybe... Maybe it's not that email is hard; it's that a lot of email is hard. Just like a website's <laughs> easy until it's a lot of traffic going to a website.
3: Absolutely right. <laughs> Absolutely right. Um, so,
2: so how do you handle sort of the support side of things? Because you mentioned the, the the phone calls coming in. Um, it, scaling support is really hard, especially. It, you mentioned that you build a lot of products. So, how how do you how do you handle that?
3: Um, believe it or not, I still do it all myself. Um, I use uh, Help Scout just basically as an email routing um, and so that there is a record outside of my inbox. Um, but I'm still at the state where I want to know what most of the complaints are. Um, and because I'm such an amazing developer, uh, I never write code that has bugs in it, so I don't get that many requests. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> um, bad joke. Of sure. course there are bugs, um, but subsequently I want to be the one that fixes them, uh, or sorry, knows about them so that I can fix them um, mm-hmm. and and respond pretty quickly. So I'm still pretty in the weeds with that. Um, once in a while on different products in the past, I've, I've tried to spin up other people. Um, yeah, there's, there's developer speak for you. Spin yeah. up people, right? Um, <laughs> I've tried to bring other people on um, to reply and, and once in a while it works at a real low level, but I find that, that most of the requests end up coming, coming to me anyway. Um, mm-hmm. but I tell you, I, over the years, especially as a developer, um, answering support emails is one of the best things that, that I've ever gone through. Um, especially with the finance app that I built a year, a few years ago that I referenced, um, I had a lot of very non-technical non-techn- people using that tool, and so it was a real shifting gears for me um, to to learn a, a whole new level of empathy for the mm-hmm. folks that that just didn't know or didn't care about you know technical problems. They just wanted it to work. Um, and so it was a really, really good muscle for me to develop. And I I'd encourage everybody else to go through this. Learn how to say, you know, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry that you're, you're having this trouble. Um, you know, my, my favorite uh, bad joke is, you know, you build a web page that's got one huge red button on it that says, click me. And you'll still get emails from people. And you have to be able to reply back saying, I'm so sorry that apparently we didn't make the one big red button big enough or red enough for you to see it uh, <laughs> to help you click that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I think em- empathy fatigue is a, is a big part of support that's hard. Uh, I, I, I spent a few years doing support, tech support, like frontline and, and just... Having to reset so quickly for the next person is is very hard, especially if you have a negative experience. It's it's really hard to just reset your brain like that.
3: Yeah, um, but I've I've at this point, you know, a, a few again talking about being a productivity nerd. You know, there are a few hacks. I have a lot of little um, text snippets that. Um, let me get through applying to lots of emails quickly. Um, and most emails, uh, are, are pretty straightforward. Usually it's, um, it's something you can answer in a sentence or two and move on.
2: Mm-hmm. And, and do you, do you handle support through something like uh, through the, the.org, uh, plugin repo, or do you have your own internal support? Is there any benefit to going one way or the other?
3: Um, I, I encourage everybody to use help scout, uh, I will reply to responses on the forum, but it's it's to me it's harder to go back and forth. I'm a real I'm an email type of person, mm-hmm. so I I want to direct everything to my inbox so that I can just bang through all of the emails in one place uh, and be done with it. So so for me, I mean, and this is my own preference, jumping over to the forum or jumping then into GitHub, having all of these different support tickets in different places, um, is is more of an inconvenience but obviously whatever the customer is most uh comfortable with that's what i'm gonna you know i'm gonna accommodate them
2: sure sure that makes a lot of sense okay well let's take one more break and then i also want to talk to you about uh kind of your user testing and then the process in that Uh, so yeah so let's take a break really quick
1: time to plug into a commercial break stay tuned for more press this in just a moment
4: Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. St. Jude continues to advance by increasing cure rates in childhood cancer. And donors are important to us because you get the feeling that you have a team behind you. When it comes to research and advancements, There's some things that only we can do because we have the resources and we have the focus. And so if St. Jude doesn't do it, who will? St. Jude Children's Research Hospital.
1: Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. Let's press forward with more Press This only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome
2: back to the Press This WordPress Community Podcast. Uh, I'm joined by Corey Mass. from Kanban. and we're talking a bit about how to ship products and kind of the uh, uh, the the life cycle of shipping products and maintaining them. Uh, so, one thing I mentioned before the break that I wanted to talk on was uh, how how you find demand for your product and how you do user testing. So, uh, you mentioned that you kind of find a you you come up with an idea, you build kind of a beta, and you you give it out or maybe an an alpha, uh, and you give that out and you kind of gauge the interest and the user experience. So like, how, how do you do that? How do you find your, your sample set there?
3: That's tough. It, it kind of depends on what the tool is. Um, I tend to dog food, uh, all of my own tools first and then roll it out. Um, it's, it's getting as, as technical technology gets easier and easier as sending transactional emails gets easier as hosting code or spinning up servers gets easier and easier uh marketing and and uh building a community and all that kind of stuff gets harder and harder um more and more people are getting involved and you know reading these uh you know how-to guides on writing ebooks and and uh selling you the idea that you can make 10,000 in a month well you know, working two days a week or two hours a week on, you know, from the beach or something, whatever it is. Um, (laughs) and so honestly, that's, that's getting tough. Um, product hunt is kind of neat, but, uh, at this point I feel like it's saturated. Um, the, the truth is, is for me, it's been all about joining communities and then, uh, adding value as much as you possibly can. So there's, um, you know, getting into uh, post status or or uh, what are some of the other? Uh, I should open Slack, but I don't want to hog bandwidth. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm part of. Oh, um, the other good one that I like is Mega Maker. Justin Jackson has a, an online community. Um, okay. But so there there are these communities that. Uh, focus on entrepreneurship. So these folks might not necessarily be your customer, um, but they are at least other people who are casually trained in the exercise of empathy, of thinking like customers, of um, giving feedback on marketing copy and how to appeal to you know broader audiences. Um, and then the truth is, Uh, This is one of the other reasons why I evangelize product in the WordPress ecosystem is uh, even though there are now, what, 60,000 plugins in the plugin directory, um, uh, all the the low-hanging fruit are taken care of, but there's still a ton of opportunity for essentially moving big apps, um, big ideas, solving the bigger, harder problems, um, in plugin form, and then and then what you've got is the benefit of this this walled garden that doesn't cost anything other than time to to get into the plugin directory. Um, you know the folks who run it and approve plugins are great. They'll do it very quickly. Um, for the last few plugins that I've released, it hasn't taken more than twenty four or forty eight hours to get approved. Um, and then you've got so so the here's here's to me was kind of the secret sauce is. I, I still do client work on the side. Um, I used to do a lot more, but I would build these web websites for customers, for clients. Um, and and of course, all these folks want these websites for a reason, right? Like they, they've got a blog they're trying to promote, they've got um, features they're trying to, to sell, um, whatever it is, it's an e-commerce platform, they're trying to sell product. But they, like me, like you, like everybody, procrastinate horribly Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, we know that we should be working on our business and usually we know what we should be doing to work on our business but we don't we don't do it it's boring or it's time consuming or we feel insecure about it or whatever so I noticed this trend that a lot of my clients uh, instead of writing that blog post or you know or updating that Facebook ad campaign um, instead uh, they were going into the plugin directory And uh, and just kind of browsing around and clicking on plugins because they're all free and it and it feels productive, you know. Mm -hmm. So so they're they're just kind of checking out all these cool features and cool plugins. And they're like, oh, project management. I should try that. Click and activate, you know, and they'd kind of kick the tires. And so you it's very unique in that, you know, you've you've got an audience that is uh, looking, you know, casually looking for your plugin to try. Yeah. Um, And so it's it's this really neat uh, opportunity, I think, still, where instead of trying to market, you know, outbound marketing to the entire Internet, you can actually do inbound marketing and you've got people who are trying to find you, even if you're trying if you even if you don't want to be found.
2: Yeah. And I think something just to, to to kind of loop that thought there is uh, uh, as you mentioned with the community the the the, the all of that low fang- hanging fruit has already been taken care of but the the opportunity now is to be that community to build that community with whatever your product is or even just building that community in general you get that thought leadership role in it and uh, and you can there's a lot of uh, there's a lot you can do with that
3: <laughs> so true so true yeah. um, and, well, and so, speaking at word camps is is a part of that too
2: that is a major part of it. Yeah, the community involvement is is kind of how you build your brand, your name in the in the community. Yeah. So uh, we're running low on time. I wanted to 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 check. How do we find out more information about you and Kanban WP?
3: Sure. So uh, kanbanwp.com is the website. Um, check it out. There is uh, a core free plugin for you to try. You can find it in the plugin directory. Um, we are actually right in the middle of releasing we've we've just released the beta version of a uh, all new fancy uh, completely rewritten from the ground up version um, that you should go try so you can check that out at kanbanwp.com slash v3 um, and you can find out more about me um, mostly at uh, these days on twitter uh, at cory moss spelled m-a-a-s-s and Corey with an e very important Corey with an e
2: all right Cool. Thank you so much, Corey.
3: Sure. And, thanks uh, for having
2: me. Yeah. And uh, thank you for listening to the Press This WordPress Community Podcast on Webmaster Radio. Uh, please subscribe to Radio or download the latest episodes at webmasterradio.fm. Again, I'm your host, Anthony Bruchel. Thanks for listening.
4: The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
0: At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with.